Hello and welcome to Law and Order S Review here on Fanversation. I'm Yel Teagle. I'm joined by Taylor Gates. Hello, Taylor. Hello. Hi. I'm so excited. We're back on our regular date at a special time um, to talk about season 23, episode 5, Fast Times at the Wheelhouse. Yeah. Obsessed. Um, if you are just joining us for the first time and you are in a situation where you need help, please reach out to Rain. Their number is 1-800-656-4673, 1-800-656-4673. They're an amazing organization. But Taylor, what does that spell? It spells hope. It does spell hope. Um, it sure does. I miss Felicia interrupting you. I know. I like don't have to fight anyone to say it this time. But I, I'm sad about that. I wish I could. I wish I could square with someone on this yeah. Sunday, Sunday afternoon, but it's fine. Felicia uh, will be back next week. But uh, for those who are here for the very first time, please be warned that on this show, we make jokes and they're not always funny, but sometimes they're offensive. Um, they're funny 50% of the time. Offensive 100% of the time. I think they're offensive 95%. And funny 60. We'll give ourselves a little more credit. Um, I will say I already know I'm going to say something. It's rude. And I'm excited to say it. This was such an episode. It was such an episode. Before we jump into that, um, uh, next week is the 500th episode. And we'll tell you a little bit more about what's happening with that later in the show. So stick around. Um, but first, here's the quick cap for Fast Times at the Wheelhouse. Um, the SVU faces the fury of social media fans when they arrest two popular influencer brothers. Uh, I don't know that I caught that they were brothers. Yeah, well, they said, um, God, what was the quote? Um, I have it somewhere. Something about the fact they're brothers written in my notes. We'll um, get there. All right, well, let's let's jump into this. Um, this is the first time that we've dealt with TikTok, actual TikTok. Yeah. And yet the interface looks nothing like TikTok. They tried their best. Here's the thing. I'm gonna I'm actually gonna give them some credit because they captured it not too badly. Like sometimes they'll be like, yeah, this is like face space and it's just like so far off of like anything that's actually true or happening in the real world they actually didn't do too bad capturing this vibe i will have i have to give it to them i was like impressed did they nail it 100 percent of the time no but it was a pretty good percentage in my opinion all right i look you are a, a youngin i trust your your voice on this I, yeah, I was, like, not, I was, like, so nervous because it's SV trying to do TikTok, but I have to give it to them. I have to give it to them. They did their research. Um, well, this episode was written by um, Brianna Yellen and Brandon Feeney, um, and I'm going to make some assumptions here. I don't know either of these people, but I'm going to assume that one of them is a TikTok generation and the other is not. Maybe. That's how well, the facts, we'll get to this, but having Jet come in there, genius. Absolutely. Genius. It made sense. Um, 
because as we recall, Rollins used to be our tech person, like the young tech one. Um, she is no longer that. Nor, yeah, I'm not saying, young nor tech. If Kat was still here, she could avoid that role, but it's fine, I guess. Yeah, um, that's true. I want to talk about uh, Willa, this content creator. Um, specifically because, first of all, I want to give a shout out to this actress. Willow was played by Alina uh, Torlemek. I don't know how to say your last name. I'm so sorry, Lena. Um, but she was an amazing actress. I think she did yeah. phenomenal. Uh, Me too. That said, Noah claims that she's a dancer on TikTok, that that's what she's known for. Here's the thing, though, Yeah, Here's the thing. A lot of people on real TikTok also claim they're dancers and do pretty much exactly how, as well as she did. So I thought that I thought that just reiterated how well they know TikTok. Honestly, all right. I appreciate I appreciate you first of all seeing exactly where I was going and yeah. second of all explaining it because she was bad. Yeah. So are so is most of the people on TikTok who are dancers. I'm not going to name names, but you know who I'm talking about. I mean, I don't. If you know TikTok. Yeah. Well, I don't. You're like, the Olivia. You're the Olivia and I'm the Jet right now. And that's okay. That's fair. Because I <laughs> do, like Olivia, I can also be like, ah, yes, this thing. I'm aware that this was a take on the hype house. I get it. But I'm not, I'm not aware. Of, I'm, that's a very, yep, I'm right. Olivia in this. It's um, true, and that's okay. I want to talk also about uh, Kevon, whose name was not Kevin. Loved him. No, Kevon. of course it wasn't. It was Kevon. Um, loved him. I also loved him. I'm much more interested in his story. I think that would have been so much more uh, fascinating. Well, I, didn't, I didn't even realize he was part of the house and then left it until the end. Maybe I just missed something, but I was like, Wait, he was nope. in, like, huh? I thought no. that was very, a little bit random to add in at the end there. No, you're 100% correct. It was not mentioned earlier. He just says he's not going to let her go in alone. And he, which makes me think he he knew what was going to happen. Which yeah. made me wonder how involved he was. And then it turns out that he was But wasn't. here's the thing. Here's the thing. They were talking all about, oh, I get bad vibes from them. Me too. Even if he wasn't part of this house, I got bad vibes and I thought something was going to happen because look at them. Look at the attitude. So let's Not talk them. about the boys. Yeah. Um, because I have to say this. First of all, um, the actors who played Tate and Liam are Jacob Winter and Connor Sweeney. Uh, and they, they were perfect douchebags. Like it was yeah. so, their faces we're like douchebags. It was amazing. I'm so impressed with them. Um, but I have to say, Dickie Wheeler gave off real incel energy. Oh, yeah. I thought he was absolutely going to be part of it. And not only that, after Carisi yells at him, I was like, this man is either about to pull a gun or kill himself. Like, that is yeah. where this guy's going. And it was surprising that neither of those things happened. This guy, agree. Uh, Taylor Trench is the actor who played him. Um, I, I I don't know this actor. I don't know his previous experience. 
and I wonder what he has done or what he's like, because this was, I'm shocked this didn't go into an incel territory conversation. Me too. But I think that that was purposeful because they do kind of latch onto the fact like, oh, this is the only girl you ever liked. And then they still, so I feel like that kind of makes sense. Like, even though it didn't go that direction, the fact that he had hints of that, I think was smart because it added to that whole section of things. Mm. Um, I, what did you think of this, the story in general? I thought it was like very kind of straightforward, but I, like I said, I think that they captured the craziness of TikTok really well. And (laughs) the courthouse scenes where there's just like everyone on their phones and the jury front woman, like we'll get to that. But I, I mean, I thought it was just like a very solid telling of a TikTok story. It was like fun and because it, it's just so like, it's a bizarre world. And the fact that they can really play it up in the show too, it just makes it really fun to watch. Um, I, let's talk about uh, our new Bronwyn. Um, this For actress, real though. The actress is Rachel Schur and uh, new Bronwyn, hello. <laughs> I was, it was so funny because I would see her in like the wide shots. I was like, why is she smiling? This is a strange choice for an extra to make. And so I'm glad that it was like an actual choice that made sense. Because I was just like, this is such a strange way that this extra is acting. <laughs> I was really confused. I will say, I think that her, the attention given to her was much more subtle than like Bronwyn, where it was like, clearly yeah. there's something happening here. Um and so to see her, I was like, wait, are we, wait, are we, I literally, right I before, like, is- at the end, I was like, are they giving us a new Bronwyn? Yeah, I was like, who is this bitch smiling in the front row? This is a weird choice, but I like that it did connect to the end, or else you should have fired the extra if she wasn't supposed to be doing that. Because it was not super obvious, it was obvious enough to yeah. meet your attention. Yeah, I love actually the way that the case turned out because it does make sense. Like, I'll say this. The whole story of how this trial went down, that he said, she said, the videos, the internet, all of that made sense. Frustrating, but it made sense. Um, And so the fact that she was, you know, didn't get justice also made sense. But I appreciate that they were like, turns out, jury tampering. I was like, okay, I feel better. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah his dm and the jury members <laughs> yeah it's not okay um i have to bring up swope which is the lawyer um because i am positive that he works for buchanan's firm he is like a buchanan mm. protege <laughs> yeah i agree he had the same energy he had like nicer than buchanan energy for now, he's younger. I'm sure he'll get there. I would love to see him and Buchanan work together on a case. I mean, devastating. Terrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that performance. I got to give him a shout out as well. Uh, Swope was played by Julian Elijah, Lamarti- Julian Elijah Martinez. Um, and of course, we did have Jet uh, Undercover. In the wheelhouse, I love in the best outfit ever. 
Okay, calm down. It's a good outfit. I thought it was for the costume designer. Oh, I thought you were just talking about how beautiful she was. <laughs> I mean, she is, but that was a great little costume that the wardrobe people scrounged up. Um, I also uh, loved when they were like, how did she get in? And she was like, it was easy. You guys are yeah. dumb. <laughs> you guys are literally stupid. Um, that was amazing. Yeah. Uh, also, Ralisi sucks at hiding their relationship, apparently. Like, badly. <laughs> like, not even close. Yeah. Freaking, what's her name? Willow was like, he really likes you. If Willow can figure this out, I'm just saying, I don't think Willow is probably the sharpest tool in the shed. Like, I'm sorry, but the fact that she she caught on... That's just really says something. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a lot of Ralisi in this. There was a lot of this ship. Yeah. Um, That's all we're going to say about that. I'm fine with it still. You know that I, I'm, I'm converted. And so I don't hate it. But I do like it better when they're sneaking around. I think it's a little bit hotter. But it's fine if you're going to be out in the open. I'd like Benson to be like, hi, you need to like. Yeah, she just like smiles. No, you need to say you need to go to HR. Yeah, do your job. I I mean, I almost want her to be like, look, I didn't say anything when it was Amaro, but you know, now it's (laughs) that said when she was with a uh, what's his name? Hayden. Hayden. Yes, she didn't say anything either. It's true. They're all just constantly breaking the rules in terms of that. Violating HR. <laughs> yep. They do be doing that. Um, all right. There's also a little bit of crossover with organized crime. Not just with Jet and um, Ayanna Bell, come, Sergeant Bell coming into our show, but uh, we do crossover with organized crime in that they are looking for a missing girl who uh, has been trafficked. Let me fill you in on that storyline. Um, so Benson asks Elvis to help. You may recall Elvis from season 22, episode 10, Welcome to the Petto Motel. Um, and he said- That says, title still kills me. I know. And he says, when I was protecting my neighborhood, I was racist. Now you want my help and I'm a vigilante. You know what? Shut up. Just shut your face, please. Um, I'm actually really surprised that we saw him again. I did not expect that. Um, And it's a choice. Um, And then over on Organized Crime, Benson and Finn essentially just show up to sit in surveillance fans. And I can't imagine that that was beneficial to production on SVU to take the two leads that we are most familiar with and put them in a van for no reason. Well, I did see the clip of that and there's a bit of a fruity comment, so I'm going to let it pass. Which comment? Where she's like, oh, you're just now realizing how beautiful she is. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'll allow it. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, we know my priorities. That we was know my priorities. Sergeant Bell. Yeah. Um, so uh, she should say that. 
Yeah. Sophia in the chat says, ooh, throwback. I actually loved Live with Hayden. Her hair and their chemistry. Uh, Eos won a huge amount endgame. No. I feel you, Sophia. I feel the same way. Okay. I like David Hayden. I like David Hayden. Look, we could talk about Liz's exes <laughs> all day. Down. Yeah. But we've got other stuff to talk about here. All right. All right. Um, speaking of comments that we've gotten, we got a comment on our last video that I want to talk about um, from Kay Hirsch, uh, who had a lot to say, but I pulled out some things I want to talk about. Um, if you recall last episode, season 23, episode four, um, she, uh, Kay Hirsch says a good point we made uh, about how we didn't find out much about the ice cream guy, like possibly why he was doing this. Um <clears throat> or anything about him, the time spent on inner department who uh, um, could be de uh, delving more into psychological aspects, cough with Wang, with uh, Wong. Yeah, I wish, I miss him. Yeah, uh, very good point. I will also say this other point that uh, Kay Hirsch made was that the SVOC crossovers aren't even so much crossovers as blatant intermingling. It feels like every episode and I don't like it. 100% agree. Um, OC. Yeah, just, every episode is kind of a crossover now. Um, organized crime just isn't my cup of tea. I don't want to have to watch, but I also don't want to feel like I'm missing stuff. And then they say, woo, yell for keeping us up to date without having to watch. You're welcome. I watched it. Um, the other storyline over in organized crime that is not even relevant, but Olivia was involved in it, is that little Eli is stealing. Uh, Stabler's mom's pills and selling them. Well, I clearly have not been keeping up because I did not know that happened. Yeah. Okay. So first of okay, all, uh, they, they brought back Stabler's mom, which I think is wonderful. And then Eli is now stealing her pills and selling them. Okay, chaotic. He has no kids who aren't kind of chaotic. What? I guess more Elizabeth. Well. Yeah, you're right. Elizabeth. There, everyone else has gotten into some crazy shit. I really want um, Kathleen to smack him upside the head. I know, I love Kathleen, she's the best day wicked. I'm sorry, I have to say it. <laughs> um, so that's what's happening over on Organized Crime. Don't worry, you're all not missing much. Uh, that said, I think I said it last time, um, it uh is much better this season than it is in the first season. Did I say that last time or did I just tell you about it? I think you just told me. <laughs> That's okay. We kind of all blends together. We, we treat this as like our personal little gossip sesh anyway. So it's fine. Look, if I didn't say it last time, I will say season two of Organized Crime is much more interesting than season one because it is dealing with um, sex trafficking, which is an SVU case. Um, and he's undercover, which is something we love, love. Yeah, it's true. so it's a lot better this season anyway also there's a girl who's really cute <laughs> in addition hmm. to jet obviously perhaps i go watch organized crime after this <laughs> <laughs> um all right let's get into um some of our favorite lines from this episode uh, i will start because i have just the one. Oh, i have so many i know uh yeah if the jury acquits, the wheelhouse fits. And that's incredible. the one. Incredible. 
Um, I finally found the line where they where they say they're brothers. It's when they lock Tate's door and say, "Get get ready to get some of their brotherly love." Oh, I yeah. totally missed it. Yeah. Um, okay. <clears throat> Ew. Everything Gucci over there. <laughs> Amazing. I love the random line where Noah's on TikTok at the breakfast table. And Olivia's like, once you post something on the internet, it stays there forever. That's such a random line, because that's not the theme of this episode at all. And so why was it said? I thought that was As just a reminder. I guess, but you would think it'd be something with, like, the theme of the app, and that wasn't it. So I thought that was a little random. I loved it. I, because, because it's something that we forget. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I also, I'll say this. Sorry, I want to talk about that scene real quick because we talked about on this show a lot how it would be nice to see how she is raising a son because I think that that's so interesting, Um, especially because we've seen Mm -hmm. Stabler raise daughters and it's always been, you know, you have to protect yourself, you have to protect yourself. And it's so interesting now to see this is Benson raising a son. And so I do appreciate that, like, he was like, this is what you do, mom. And then yeah, I like, like that too. It was like, so you can't help her. She's like, of course I can help her. Yeah, I thought that was cute. Yeah, that was sweet. Right, I also just want to go to. I just want to go to brunch now because it looks really good. Um, Jets. I'm not entirely surprised. I got a bad vibe from them. <laughs> I just thought that was such a great way to word that. Um, it's not easy running a house like this. Like, he says that so seriously. Like, this is, like, the most important thing ever. Um, I love that the, the YouTube video is titled The Real Story because that is so accurate for when there's some scandal and they're, like, breaking my silence. The truth. The real story. I thought that was so great. Such a great little detail. Um, when the judge says TikTok, YouTube, I don't care what tube. It's like, that's very much something some, some older judge would say. <laughs> something I would say. Yeah, um, one of my favorites ever because it was such a drag. I have a lot of experience auditioning performers for my house. And to be honest, she's not that good of an actress. Sorry, Willa. <laughs> I was like, do you not think she's suffered enough? That's such a roast. Also, but you was- like her. <laughs> right, right. Bro, this is not the way. She doesn't do, ne- like, negging is not the way to get to her. No. such a brutal line they said she was toxic had bad energy like just the fact that they're using like vibes toxic energy again like it feels so true because those are buzzwords that are thrown around a lot um and then when she's talking about how they're having the new house we're going to rebrand <laughs> again another Great little buzzword. We're going to rebrand. It's so funny that you're pointing out all the buzzwords because specifically in the video where the guys tell their truth, every word out of their mouth, I went, I don't believe that you would say it this way. Like, but I, it's the right way to say it. It's, I don't believe that these two people, and I mean this politely, but I think those two guys are a different generation. I think those actors might be millennials. And it just felt weird it's like when we had that um lakira who kept calling her mom yeah Yeah. it was like yeah i'm sure people do talk like that this person does not i read it off as like 
kind of parodying the fact that all of like the apology videos are so scripted and not genuine and not like they'd ever say it. So I was like, okay, I'll allow it. Yeah, but the way that they described what they did to her, uh, they're using all of this, all of these terms that I don't believe would ever come out of these people's mouths. That's fair. It was, I, I do think this was just a fun episode though. <laughs> yes. I agree. Um, all right. Well, those are the best lines. Uh, if you have any, let us know in the chat. All right. Um, this, I do not believe, was ripped from a headline, but I'm going to be honest. It was probably ripped from a lot of headlines because there's been a lot of scandals like this. Here's, I mean, the question, I guess, now is, was there an assault at Hype House? Mm, not Hype House. I was thinking of the um, Jesse Smiles, Gabby Hanna. What's that one guy's name? Curtis Lepore, I think. This was a YouTuber scandal a couple of years ago, but it feels similar-ish, if anyone's familiar with that. Um, there's I Googled that, and we've got how former Vine stars Gabby Hanna and Jesse Smiles' friendship unraveled in a multi-year saga on YouTube. Yeah, that's a crazy, crazy case. Interesting. It's kind of what it, it wasn't exactly the same, but I feel like that's a really high profile, um, like social media assault case that it could have been maybe taken from, but I don't know. Interesting. Um, I'm looking for this scandal for info for everybody, but it does not seem to be available in a quick read for you. Well, um, it is also possible that the route from the headline site that I used has not been updated yet. So. Fair enough. Um, all right. Uh, I think it's time for the poll. All right. There you go. Um, I asked everyone what your favorite Terrible Boss episode was, and we have a tie for second and a tie for first. So in second place, we have Confidential, which is season 11, episode 15. Honestly, all these episodes were good, so I'm not mad at any of them winning. Um, and then tied for second is Last Reputation, which is the season 14 premiere. And then in a tie for first place, we have Bully, Luscious Grapes, one of the best. And then the one we talked about on Friday, which was a, One More Tale of Two Victims, I think it was called, so. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I am shocked at that. I mean, Bully should have blown it out of the water, but... I, know, I'm, okay. I think I'm more surprised that last week's episode was... Yeah. High. That was right. good, though. I liked last week's. And what and are we so talking the, about today? We are talking about what your favorite social media episode is. Boy, there are some good ones. So I said comment below if it's not listed. But we have... Quickie, which is season 11, episode 11. That's Anonymous Quickie. Um, the app, which I think it was like the HIV scandal. Yeah, yeah. So that's the one where uh, <laughs> this guy uh, is just meeting people for hookups. And he's been just passing around AIDS. And then the one of the girls who got it from him sprays um, like acid on his face. Um, and uh, then his grandfather turns it <laughs> Anonymous Quickie is such a classic. Um, we also have Intent, season 19, episode 9. That's one of Yale's favorites. That's the Instagram catfishing episode. <laughs> I love catfish. It's one yeah. of my favorites with the monster. 
Oh, I love that one so much. That's a classic. Um, honestly, all of these are good. I love it whenever they try to do social media. And we also have Turn Me On TV Private, which was one of our favorites last season with the girl who was like live streaming and like people were like requesting in. It was the rape fantasy one. Um, that one was very good. And then, of course, the one we just talked about, which was Fast Times at the Wheelhouse, baby. <laughs> so we'll tell you where to find that in just a couple minutes. Oh, my goodness. That's such a hard poll because I know. Like, I love, I mean, Intent is like literally one of my favorite episodes. I could watch it a billion times. But I also love Turn Me On, Take Me Private. Oh, that's such a good one. Yeah, um, those are all good. Oh, Sophia mentions um, the uh, the one with, actually, it's called uh, Universe, Another Universe. Um, not Avatar, uh, where they have to oh, turn on the another universe yeah. yeah that's such a great one as well i forgot all about that one. Oh no i love that one and that one actually is burned into my memories because of the soup on e or something where they sh- showed a clip of it um yeah it as i'm it. saying it's like unearthing memories that <laughs> yeah. i forgot i had yeah that's a good one too oh yeah. there's so many great terrible uh online things i mean babes has a social media right oh for sure where she's in the chat cafe telling her to kill herself debbie mazer what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) um amazing all right so we'll tell you where to find that in just a minute um bob is coming (laughs) what did we learn i actually have a good one for this oh okay then you can go first what a star next to when they were talking about it. I was like, I learned that. When Olivia is testifying and talking about how social media disclosures are becoming more common because it gives people like a sense of control and how sometimes they wait like a couple of you know days or weeks ever ha- after it happened because it was obviously traumatic and they're trying to stay on the good side of their attacker. So I thought that was a really interesting point that makes a lot of sense about how they'll like break the news first on their own social media because it does, it gives them a sense of like controlling when, who sees it. So I thought that was really cool that they decided to add that fact in there. Um, You're totally right. Uh, I think, yeah, that is very interesting. Um, And it makes sense. Um, I totally 100% believe that. Um, What did I learn? Do you want to join the wheelhouse? No. 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 I I don't want to learn. I don't want to join a content house. Um, No. I would not do well. Oh, I learned that they're brothers. Yeah. (laughs) Some of that that. brotherly love. I I learned that they're brothers. Um, Yeah, I... Jake and Logan Paul. Mm, That's the... I'm going with that as my answer. But... um, I think, you know, this idea of a content house is an interesting concept. Um, the fact that um, they talked about how, like, because they live there, they're producing content 24-7. Um, it seems miserable. It seems culty. It seems culty. <laughs> but this started, I mean, content houses have been around even before TikTok, like with sure. Team 10 and YouTube, which is very right. interesting. 
I could give this is like if I had to give a TED talk, like I could do it about this subject. <laughs> I think, like I have a lot of dumb knowledge about this stuff. <laughs> you so you know. You actually, there are plenty of things you could give a TikTok, a TED talk about. Like why? Um, I mean, I think first of all, Twilight, but also yeah. um, about writing because you're a wonderful writer. Thank you. Wow. Okay. So I Ted, Ted, listen up, Ted. I have about three topics. <laughs> if you need some content, if you Ted Talk Content House, um, I'm there for you. Nice. Um, I could do a TED talk about SV. Yeah, and you should. Let's go, Ted. <laughs> I don't need to. I have this show. Um, speaking of this show, uh, we have some fun announcements. For those who don't know this, we are now available to watch on Spotify. Um, so you can see us on Spotify. Um, and that's cool. Hello, Spotify. Um, also, hey. We are on iTunes and we are looking for more ratings and reviews. If you like us, you can give us five stars. And if you do not like us, you can give us four stars because the other stars are still broken. I've personally been working on it. But as we know, I'm not tech savvy enough to fix it. So the IT team is really slacking on that. Look, we don't pay well. We appreciate it. Thank you for all the hard work. So if you give us four (laughs) stars, you have to let us know what we could do better. That would be wonderful. Um, Alice in the chat says, I wouldn't be surprised if those guys, uh, <laughs> if those guys have gone to school, it would be Hudson U. No doubt in my mind be Hudson U. Yeah. They would be part of that fraternity. Speaking of the Chuck Mills episode was on. <laughs> oh, good one. Yeah. And I was like, it's Chuck Mills. That poor actor has gone on to do other things and he will always be Chuck Mills. He's simply Chuck Mills. I'm so sorry. Um, And then what else did I want to tell everybody about? Not only are we available to watch on Spotify, um, but we have merch and somebody (laughs) purchased Justice for Snowball swag. So if you want your own Justice for Snowball swag, there's a link in the description below. Um, And if you leave us a rating and a review on iTunes, we will read it here somehow. But here's the biggest news. Next week is the 500th episode of SVU. Um, If you have not seen the promo, then, well, some spoilers, uh, because they've already revealed a bunch of people appearing, including Danny Pino and Cragen appears. Um, Bless you. (laughs) Thank you. I got so excited. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's a lot happening next week in the 500th episode, and we want to do something special. And I don't know what it is. Um, so I think we're going to do a iTunes comment to tell us what we should do special for the 500th. Right? Yeah. Let us know. I love that. Yeah. Because um, we want to do something special for you all and for us, really, to celebrate because. This is half a thousand episodes. Let's just let that sink in. Um, It is the most episodes of any line order, that's for sure. Um, You could watch this every an episode every day and not be done for almost two years. (laughs) That's unhinged, and I'm obsessed. And now I want to do that, but I don't think I could watch just one. Yeah, I mean, you'd get it done in like a month, but. I probably Normal people, 
Yeah. How about this baby? How? How many? No, do the math for me, people. Okay, I got you. I got you. I what is the fastest I could watch this? How many episodes do you want to watch a day? I can Three? watch five. I could. I could do multiple. Look, you know those Sunday marathons. I've done them the whole day. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Okay, so let's say you average four. You could have done in 125 days. Um, Sophia watched season one through 17 in six months. That's, yeah. That feels that feels right. That's like averaging two or three a day, I would think. I could probably do eight a day. Eight a day? Every single day? How much, how much time would I need to do that? Do that math for me. Well, like six hours or something? Because they're 45 minutes. Yeah, six hours. Great. Okay, six hours a day. Six hours a day to devote to that? I mean, when, during I the holidays. I guess you could do other stuff. During well, the holidays, yeah. I have all the time in the world. That's true. I think you should do it, Yale. We'll see. I Look, I have to rewatch recent seasons because I haven't seen them as often or as many times. Except for Turn Me On, Take Me Private, which I've seen quite a few times. Really? I have, like, my random seasons I've seen, like, a zillion times, and other ones I've seen, like, just a few. Like, seasons uh, 8 through 13 are, like, my sweet spot. I want you to go back and watch 1 through 6. Yeah, I should. 1 through 5. 6 I'm, like, more familiar with. 1 through 5, I... I her haircut is just uh, so traumatic for me. Like, I can't even do it. You've just got to get through the... They're so I good. I can. I, it's true, but... They're so oh. good. I, but there's no, there's no babes. <laughs> there's other stuff. There's pure. There is, there oh, my is. God. Yeah. Charisma. I think that's season six, though. But Charisma's one of the best episodes ever. Uh, pure with Martin Short. Oh, my God. Classic. It's... Oh my goodness, what season was this? Six. Um, such a good one. Look, I made us a list when we were looking to fill time because we were doing older episodes, and it was very hard not to write down every episode title. I know, I know, I know. They're good. They are good. Um been different eras, you know. Yeah. There was actually we're we're way off topic now, but it's there okay. was um, I was just thinking about, I believe it is season one, episode three, or just look like one with BB New Earth. Models. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was thinking about this. Um, there, there's a moment where Stabler asks her, I think it was Stabler who goes, are, are we boring? Are you bored? Are we boring you? And she goes, a bit. And I yes, literally I was thinking about that this morning. And I don't remember why. So funny. They had some real zingers. Yeah. Those first. I mean, they still do, but they, like, didn't hold back at all. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough of us just chit-chatting about SVU. Um, I want to say thank you so much to everyone who's live in our chat today. I know we're at a special time. I appreciate everyone who showed up. Thank you, Sophia and Alice, for chatting with us. Uh, And... Again, rate and review us on iTunes. Let us know how we should celebrate the 500th episode because we really want to do something special. Maybe we should all be together. That might be what we should do. I'm here for it. 
yeah, get together again because uh, we can do it. Um, yeah. Again, we'll be back at our regular date and time Sundays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. That sounds right. Yep. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, until next time, Taylor, if everyone wants to keep up with you and other things you're doing and the poll, tell them about it. Yes, you can find me and the poll on Twitter at alphabet underscore. And you can also find me on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. Amazing. Uh, you have other projects you want to plug? I do. I write for a, a site called Show Snob where I'm reviewing the morning show, which is a great time this season. And I think everyone would really love it. Um, I also host a Twilight podcast called When in Forks. We're about to start Midnight Sun within these next few weeks. So get excited for that because it's going to be quite a time. Okay. Um, I'm Yell Teagle. I'm everywhere at Yell Teagle. That is Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. You can find me uh, actually tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time uh, on the Electric Now app. You can also find all 16 episodes of the official Leverage Redemption After Show, a very distinctive podcast only on the Electric Now app. Uh, also, on Wednesdays, you can find me on the Hollywood Critics Association YouTube channel talking uh, about whatever we've recently watched on a show called Hollywood Approved. Uh, last week, we had Yuriko O'Hara, who is a drag queen from um, RuPaul's Drag Race, and they have a show on HBO called We're Here, um, and they were amazing, and it was so wonderful to talk about body positivity in the drag world. Uh, so check Aww. that out. Yeah, it was fascinating. That sounds cool. Um, yeah, I think that's all from me. If you want to check out Felicia, she is on Instagram at It's Felicia Michelle. She's also on Twitter every once in a while on It's Felicia on air. Um, I think that's everything. We are so excited for uh, next week's episode. But until then, please like, subscribe, do all the things you're supposed to. Okay, bye, everybody.